I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host Bella Hilton and today I want to get straight into it. Let's talk about your fears, all of them. Those ones that sit just under the surface and those ones that are even deeper within that maybe you don't even realize are there. Let's look at them all today. All those juicy fears that we carry around every day about our fertility or life in general, right? You know, the ones, the ones you discount, the ones you think aren't a big deal, like you convince yourself of that, or at least, you know, you try to not make them a big deal because you don't want to open that jar. Thinking about it makes you afraid. Now, why do I want to talk about your fears? I could talk about how resolving them can actually help put your body in a better position for your fertility, which is great, right? (laughs) But even if you don't believe in that, basically when it comes down to it, it's just not very nice to carry them around with us all the time. You might agree. It's taxing on your energy and your nervous system. It's taxing on your brain and your thought patterns. And it just feeds the cycle of feeling like you can't go on trying to conceive and feeling broken and that you won't be okay unless you get pregnant, right? Or how about the fear that, you know, some people carry around about not getting pregnant because the thought of not having a baby is too much, but then maybe they've had a miscarriage and they're also scared of getting pregnant, right? We all have fears that we either face well or we bury and they end up ruling our lives. It's so exhausting to carry them around and we need energy, right? And you can't possibly feel any better when we don't look at what Uh, We're constantly carrying around with us. What is actually dragging us down? It's really that simple. If we don't look at them, we can't have a hope of feeling better. And we all have fears in life, things that hold us back. And there are times when we aren't aware of them. And then maybe times when we are, right? For example, I think back on my youth, right? I don't know what you were like as a kid. Maybe you were the brave leader who everybody followed and that was great. Or maybe you were the leader and you were terrified of losing that power, whatever that power was to you back then. Maybe you were like me, like the total people pleaser. I just wanted to fit in, feel lovable. What, you know, kid doesn't want to feel lovable and fit in, right? To the point where I was afraid of my own shadow though, honestly, so afraid. And that fear of maybe not fitting in and not being liked dictated how I showed up in the world, right? It really uh, was infused into my every decision and behavior, how I interacted with people, the decisions I made, the very bad decisions I made along the way, where people could have turned around and said to me, yeah, but you know better. And how I constantly sabotaged myself from being me and being happy. We will sacrifice our good conscience, you know, that bit that you know better, to meet our needs, right? And I wanted to fit in. I mean, I can think back to a very innocent conversation that I was having when I was about 13 or thereabouts and having a conversation with um, a friend or my cousin or something about music. 
and them just asking me what my favorite type of music was. And I maybe said an artist, you know, oh, I like this song or I like that artist. And I remember them saying how they didn't like it too much, right? And somehow I managed to try and backpedal and say how I didn't really love them that much and I didn't really like that song. Oh, yeah, I don't really like it that much or something. Like, honestly, (laughs) but I was driven by fear and my own view of myself. I was driven by my own lack of self-esteem, how I viewed myself. So everyone must view me that way too. So how could I be lovable? I need to fit in. I need to be like them, right? It really upended me in my youth. So what's this got to do with fertility? Everything. Fears will make you crazy. Fears will make you do things that you don't want to do. Fears will pull the wool over your eyes and make you feel like you are fighting against yourself with no way out. Fears will push you to do another IVF cycle straight away, for example, even though you feel incredibly broken inside and just beg to take a break. But you won't admit it to yourself. Fears will mask that pain you feel about your loss that you're still not over and dragging into all your cycles, be them natural, IUI or IVF or however else you're doing it. And those same fears will stop you enjoying your pregnancy if you do happen to fall pregnant. And maybe even when you have, you know, your baby is born. And that to me is the real tragedy. Fears keep you spinning your wheels and just throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks, right? Fears will drain your energy every single day and leave you feeling exhausted at night, Fears this big can destroy you. And then we wonder why we can't feel happy, why we've lost that sense of who we are. So anybody want to guess what I work on with my clients and why I think it's important? (laughs) Yes, fears. And for all those reasons that I outlined above, because they keep us stuck and from healing and from seeing a life any other way than what we are experiencing now. We think we will always be in pain. They diminish our light and make us show up in the world as less than we want to be. Sometimes they can be annoying and they just don't feel good, right? And if you're constantly worried about, you know, your age, for example, how good are you going to feel about conceiving? You know, everywhere you go, you're going to get messages about geriatric this and you're too old and, you know, people will just be mentioning and you'll be filtering it in all about your age all the time. If you're constantly worried, you're running out of time, broken, not good enough, afraid of getting pregnant, afraid of not getting pregnant, letting everyone down, like your partner will leave you, like you'll put on too much weight if you get pregnant, how you'll manage your business and a baby, of missing that one little thing that will make it all so easy, that if you miss a month, maybe that was your month, like all of these things, they just don't feel good and then they don't allow us to to calm ourselves down, to have a chance to listen to our very strong, wise intuition, to do this path in a way that feels good for us and feels like the right next step, right? Now, the first step in dealing with your fears is always awareness, right? If you don't know what your fears are, then you can't work on them. And hey, look, sometimes they aren't always obvious. You might be talking to someone someday or asking yourself a question or you get triggered by something and you think, wow, 
look at that huge fear I had no idea I still had or I didn't know was there or that I wasn't willing to admit to myself until right now. Because I work with a ton of people who are going through the motions with their fertility, wondering why they're not getting pregnant, but then maybe getting, you know, gently sabotaging themselves along the way too. And I wish I could give you more examples around that, but client confidentiality really on that one. But I have heard it many times before when a woman has been trying for so long and has drilled herself into a hole and she tells me that she is also secretly really afraid of getting pregnant. What's that going to feel like to your body, to your heart, to your mind? That just can't be a good feeling or a thought pattern to try and get pregnant with. Honestly, that just can't help, like just in every day. But we're so afraid to even look at our fears, right? That's the irony. We're afraid of our fears. We're fearful of our fears. Fear, 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 fear. And that makes them powerful. Don't let them win. And honestly, most of them are just not that powerful once you look at them. Honestly, it's like you get your little flashlight and you shine your light on some of them and you're like, oh, it's not the big scary lion. It's a cute little pussycat, right? Or a dog if you're into dogs, whatever. So get we want to get that light out and we want to shine that light on our fears and we want to know what they are and make them less powerful. Don't let your fears overtake you, right? Don't let them control you. You know, um, what's that saying? You know, faith and fear are both invisible. Which one do you want to believe in? So once you step into your own power, fears can sometimes melt away because let's face it, we can feel pretty disempowered on a fertility roller coaster, right? So how do we make ourselves aware of them? Grab a journal, have a scribble about what you're afraid of, whether that is for your fertility or not, you know, think, and, and think about how all of these, these fears shape your life what it makes you do that you just don't want to do. Have a moment of honesty with yourself, even if you destroy it right afterwards and burn it, right? I mean, maybe you want to break from fertility treatments, but you're so afraid, you know, what if it's the next month and I wasted it, okay? But I'm going to tell you, you're not going to know if it's the next month if you can't even get in touch with your intuition, And it can be confronting, right, when you're doing this exercise to write down some of these things. But you've got to be able to be honest with yourself if you want to change your mindset and feel more at peace. And that's the whole point, right, to find that inner calm where you feel solid mentally and emotionally and not like a chaotic mess. And you calm down and you have that space and it just feels so good. And if you are feeling better, it's also about going further with that, digging out all the the little fears and really calming down your nervous system to allow your body to feel safe in your decisions, safe to connect to your intuition, to make those important decisions for yourself. So get that awareness and start slowly if you have to. You don't have to scare yourself all at once with every single fear that you have. Just choose one, the biggest one, a small one, whatever it is, but just start. Now, step two is actually confronting your fears, right? We're going to, we aren't going to stop being afraid of something unless we actively work on facing that fear. 
And I don't mean if you're afraid of heights, just going and standing at heights every day, hoping that crippling feeling you feel will eventually go away because, you know, you've conditioned yourself to it. (laughs) Our beautiful brains don't work that way. Our automatic human response doesn't work that way, right? You just actually cause yourself a lot of heartache that way and cause your body a lot of trauma. Imagine doing that to yourself, just going standing at heights every day when you're afraid of them. You're just going to end up feeling traumatic, which is what happens when we're afraid of our age. And then all of a sudden people are just talking to us all the time about, oh, you're too old. Oh, have you thought of this? You know, there's donor eggs and this, and you know, oh, your eggs are old, you're old, you're geriatric, you know, whatever it is. Do you see how it works? It's just going to continue to cause you trauma until you look at this fear. And then those comments bounce right off or the comments stop. It is amazing how some of these comments stop when you stop having that fear. You're not inviting them in anymore. You confront your fears by finding out why you are so afraid of them. You confront your fears sometimes by answering the question, what makes up that fear? How did it come about? And the answer isn't always obvious. Um, Yeah, I will give you the hot tip on that one. (laughs) And all fears are different. Some fears are literally so easily dismantled because all you have to do is, you know, get some expert advice or model someone else who has, you know, done the same thing. How am I going to manage this and that at the same time? Well, who else has done that before? Can I make a plan around that? Right? Can I have some contingency plans? (laughs) Right? Just make that plan around that fear. Easy. Some fears are bigger and they're kind of like, oh yeah, right, that's a possibility for everybody on the planet or for everybody going through this. And no one has a crystal ball to say whether or not that will happen, but as a percentage chance, what's the likelihood that's going to happen, right? There's always those fears that, you know, people might grip onto, But I often find the way to deal with some of those fears is indirectly in other ways. I find that a lot of those fears come about when you don't have that really defined moment that created that fear through kind of stepping into your power a lot more. Um, Those come about because the brain has stopped talking to itself properly and you're in high beta waves And it's just, um, you just fixated on something that isn't really a possibility. Like I used to be afraid at night of going to sleep and I can actually trace it back to something, but it was kind of nondescript that happened in my childhood, right? And the way I dealt with that fear wasn't to directly work on not being afraid at night because the dark wasn't a problem. I love the dark, right? The dark was not the problem. The problem was something else. And I needed to feel empowered about that. So sometimes it's about stepping into our power, like I said, learning to maybe listen to our intuition. It's about finding the calm, um, you know, bringing down our brainwaves. So we have even have the potential to even think clearly. Now, step three is to implement any plans into place that actually help you to overcome your fear. Now, when I work with clients, I often find that the more we work through things together, the original fears that they had tend to just go away sometimes all on their own, right? Maybe we've dialed it down from talking about that particular fear from a 10 to a 4. 
But the other work that we do together um, helps to dial it down anymore. And then I recheck with them on their fears and it's just gone. And, and often the response I get is they laugh at their fear and they go, what? I can't believe I was even worried about that, right? Because they've had a chance to step back into their power. And that was just something that was created when they got into that state of chaos. Because we are often afraid of things when we're afraid of ourselves. And what I mean by that is, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Um, Fears can sometimes boil down to the fact that we think that if our worst fear happens, that we won't be able to handle it, that we won't be able to manage that. We're afraid of the emotions around that and not being able to handle it, right? And the other secret is we all have fears. Every single person alive on this planet dragging us around and making us their puppet, right? And we will probably never not have a fear, right? Um, Now, some fears are big, though, and some fears are just kind of annoying. Um, Like, I have this really small one. Some would say it's huge. I think it's small. Um, It doesn't bother me too much, so I don't really do anything about it. But I just have this thing about calling people on the phone, right? Um, not people I know well, not like my sister or my mom or, or my husband or anyone like that. But if I have to like call somebody I don't know, a service provider, you know, um, yeah, I, I can't even articulate it, right? Because I don't feel afraid of the phone and I'm not afraid to talk to people and I don't talk to client. you know, I talk to clients all day long, sorry, on Zoom and I talk to potential new clients all the time and so I don't find any of it really confronting but faced with like being able to do something online and booking something online or calling someone up on the phone to book it in, I would do it online every single day of the week and if I have to pick up the phone to do it 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 often I procrastinate on it right it takes me a week until I'm like I really have to do this now like today I actually typed in like this really long complicated url just so I wouldn't have to talk to someone on the phone and then it didn't work and so I had to call someone anyway and I just wasted my time and you know what? It was easy and painless like it is most times. So, um, you know, it doesn't stop me calling people, but it is slightly annoying, right? We all have fears that dictate our behavior. But on the fertility journey, that can be quite intense, really debilitating, and, and really I really feel like that can be detrimental to ourselves but, and to our overall success, but really to our mental health as well. Instead, we want to learn to calm those fears down, step into our power again, find balance in your life and listen more to your inner quiet, your inner intuition. But you need calm to do that. You need space between the thoughts to be able to do that, right? Because when we are afraid, we won't listen to it. We will discount it. We will down, downplay it, downgrade it. We will lead ourselves in directions that we don't want to go, being led around by our fear. We will run away from our own happiness and sabotage ourselves. I really hope today has really enlightened you on just why you need to look at what fears are driving you. 
And I look forward to talking to you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.